Hello and welcome to the Lancet Podcast. Richard Lane with you here on Friday, September the 14th. This week, work stress and coronary heart disease. We publish online today, Friday, September the 14th, an epidemiological study looking at this very issue. And surprisingly, previous research in this area has not shed much light on this topic. So to find out more, I spoke to one of the authors of the study, Professor Mika Kivimaki, on the line from University College London. Professor Kivimaki, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. You're one of the authors of a paper we're publishing on Friday, September the 14th. This looks a very interesting area concerning work stress and risk of coronary heart disease. I'm surprised we don't know more about this, but my first question is, before we discuss your study, from looking at your paper, it would appear that previous research in this area hasn't been very helpful. Is that right? So this idea that work stress is related to coronary heart disease risk is actually uh, more than 30 years old. But the studies which have been published have been very inconsistent. So there are some studies which suggest as high risk as as nine times increased risk. And other studies suggest that there is no increase in in, in coronary risk at all. So that's that's the problem. So there are lots of studies, but the, the findings are mixed. So tell me how you went about this current study. It's, it's very much an epidemiological study, isn't it? You're, you're pooling data, aren't you, from published and unpublished data. Do you want to quickly summarise the aims of the current study and, and how you went about doing it? So we wanted to pool a large data set. In this case, it was, more than, it was almost 200,000 participants from uh, different European countries. We wanted to do it a bit differently than, than previously so that we first harmonized our measure of uh, job strain carefully, and only after that we extracted data on, on the outcome, which was coronary heart disease. So that was one thing. Then the other thing, we wanted to, to look at possible publication bias. So we had uh, studies included which has published the uh, results previously. And then we have uh, most of our studies which, which had been finalized for, for a while, but did not publish any uh, findings on job strain. And then we pulled all, the, all those together. You would have a very clear idea what is meant by stress at work, i.e. jobs that are stressful. I'm interested to know, you know how you categorise that. And also this important feature, which is stress related to the inability to make decisions. Can you just expand on, on those two concepts? This is actually the original idea of the hypothesis that just having high demands at work should not be uh, harmful for your heart. Similarly, if you don't have good uh, decision authority in work, that should not be very harmful. But if those two things combine so that you have a lot of job demands, a lot of time pressure, and then on top of that, very little job control, then that's something which creates harmful stress. Do go on and tell us about the the data in terms of the, the data sets, the total number of people uh, you were able to assess data for, and, and, and what you found out in terms of an increased risk of coronary heart disease. So the data set uh, consisted of 200,000 adults, and they were from seven European countries, from Belgium, Denmark, Finland, France, the Netherlands, Sweden and the UK. The measurement of stress was made uh, between 1985 and 2006. So that was the setting. People were 
followed up approximately seven and a half years. Previous studies which, which have been based on published data suggest that job strain is related to roughly 40% increased risk of coronary heart disease. When we added also unpublished data, our summary estimate is that actually it's related only uh, about uh, 23% increase in, in coronary heart disease risk. An increased relative risk of 23%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do we know about that? the baseline risk? for coronary heart disease among, among all people. Is that 23% on top of a, a fairly small baseline risk? We had the whole uh, age range. So, so with young people, it's, it's, it's very low, and with older people, it's, it's higher. But basically, if we think that we have similar size of group of people who, who are under stress and those who are not, so if in one group uh, 100 people get... Uh, uh, coronary heart disease, then in the stressed group, it, the number will be, would be uh, 123. Did your study enable you to identify particular groups of people that were, were at particular risk? You've mentioned age obviously being a risk factor. There are obviously confounding factors. I know you've controlled for such as lifestyle, tobacco use, that sort of thing. But are there particular types of jobs or management layer jobs that are, that are more prone to stress and coronary heart disease than others? This actually has been an important question for, for the all three decades this has been studied. In some studies it had been shown that it's men who are at increase, uh, more vulnerable. Other studies such as it, it's women and, and some studies such as it's young people and others that it's older ones. So, so basically, again here, the findings have been very mixed. When we looked in in this bigger data set, it looks like that there are no such uh, differences in, in this increased risk. So we see roughly similar uh, relative risks in, in young and old and men and women and at uh, across all levels of uh, occupational status. So the same kind of increased risk in uh, high socioeconomic position people in, in high socioeconomic position and those who are, who are uh, manual workers. Just to be clear, obviously this being an epidemiological study, we are looking at, or we're basically concluding an association here. We're not talking causality, are we, between... No, so we, we can't say that this association is causal. It, it, it can be partially causal, but, but we don't know that. We calculated how much it would reduce coronary heart disease events if the association we see is causal. And our estimates suggest that, that if all top strain can be removed, it would uh, reduce about 3.4% of coronary heart disease events. Clearly, this work-related stress is a contributory factor. Yeah to coronary heart disease rather than being necessarily a direct cause of it. Just a final question. You mentioned this um, measurement, and we've covered it in other epidemiological papers in the Lancet, population attributable risk. Can you just explain that? Because that puts this relative increase of risk in context with with other known risk factors, doesn't it? It's a calculation. What would happen if we were able to remove all top strain 
And if we assume that the association we, we see is totally causal, so that, that estimate tells, tells us that thing. It was 3.4% in, in this case. Do you want to mention other PARs such as smoking and other risk factors? Yeah, which have much higher population attributable risk. For example, smoking, it is 10 times larger, so it's roughly uh, 36%. And physical activity is 12%. Are there any practical measures or implications, do you think, from, from this study? Because it's, it's one thing, isn't it, in an epidemiological study highlighting a result, but sometimes it's another thing being able to do something about it. What do you think um, the practical implications could be from these findings? If you assume that this is, that we see here, a causal effect, so then it means that removing job strain could slightly reduce the risk of coronary heart disease, but it is much smaller decrease in the risk than if we uh, follow healthy lifestyles, such as if we are physically active and do not smoke and, and have our blood pressure at optimal level and, and so on. Yes, I suppose, without sounding uh, like I'm being too jokey about it, it's almost like if people feel under strain at work, I suppose the most important thing is that they don't smoke and then they take exercise. But I suppose one possible scenario is that if people feel very stressed, they might have a tendency perhaps to smoke more and exercise less. That is exactly what we also see in these data. So that those who are smokers, and if they are under stress, they tend to smoke a bit more than if they are not under stress. And the same thing with uh, physical inactivity. So if you're under stress, it's more likely that you become inactive than if, if you are not under stress. Easy to say, difficult to do. Try and reduce stress at work. And, and just to repeat, stress at work doesn't mean volume of work. It doesn't mean people are necessarily overworked with the amount of work they've got to do. It's, a lot of it is to do with the control or lack of control they have with their work. So that might be about management or communication with their peers and colleagues and managers and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Excellent. Well, it's a really interesting study. That's uh, Professor Mika Kivimaki on the line from University College London. Many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Thank you. Many thanks to Professor Kivimaki. Also to mention that today, September the 14th, we launch our special webpage concerning health and the upcoming United States election, which takes place in early November. And between now and November, we'll be publishing many updates in our editorials, in World Report and other parts of the journal about the key health issues that are relevant to the election. So do look out for that. And there'll also be podcasts between now and November specifically about health issues and the election. But many thanks indeed for listening. Have a great week. See you next time.